another show of don't get this twisted i am rob along with my co-host as always tina how you doing tina it's been a day rob it's been a day <laughs> yeah almost like we've been here before man <laughs> it's like deja vu all over again <laughs> so deja vu we had some recording uh, problems that's why we're laughing because we've had to start our podcast over again uh yes but uh and it's still i told been a day. and it's still, and it's been, still a day. been a day yeah <laughs> yeah so, sometimes it's 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 just a fucking day um and it's and and like we talked about before it's it's been a week and it's been a month and it's yeah. just kind of been everything so um we're going to talk a somewhat serious subject today we're going to talk about the shooting that happened in texas at the elementary school yeah that's that was kind of a, I heard about it on social media because I told you that I quit watching TV and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It blew my mind. But go ahead. Tell us. Um, uh, basically, this is the gist of it. Uh, in the state of Texas, you can buy a rifle at 18 years old. This young man went and bought two rifles, uh, like I think the day after or the day of his birthday. Um, And then... I want to say a couple of days later, he had this moment where he decided to shoot his grandmother, who lived, mm-hmm. who he lived with, correct? Correct. He didn't live with mom. He lived with grandma. And okay. I think that it was over. <clears throat> I'm not exactly sure what the, the argument was over, but I think it had to do with school. Like, um, I don't think he graduated um, and he should have. Um, Everybody should. <laughs> yes. And then. And then after that, he jumped in his car and was driving to a school, crashed it, got out of the car and went in and shot 19 children and two adults. Well, he shot way more people than that, but those those people didn't make it. Yeah, they exactly. They passed passed away. So um, and basically like all of our social medias and the news networks, everything is up in arms about this incident and gun control. Well, the, um, the kids that were killed were also, if I'm not mistaken, fourth grade and younger. Correct. All 10, I think. 10 or younger. Somewhere in that younger. ballpark. See, that's, that's <clears throat> so tragic because all those souls sent here on this earth to do what they were meant to do are not here to do that. What a hole he is left in our in our world oh for sure um and obviously um crazy people do crazy shit um so you know um i guess he wrote on his social media or he told someone that he was actually going to go shoot up a school yeah from what i understand he put that on his social media yeah so um you know we can talk about pretty much either side of this or or what we believe or or, uh, you know, our, our outlooks on, you know, what, either what to change or, you know, what to do to, to fix this problem. Um, cause the news likes to tell you that it's an epidemic, which, uh, it, 
It, it, it isn't truly. If you're going to look at gun deaths in this country, and we can argue that fact, if you, you know, either side of that, either, you know, death is death. And I, and I don't want to, to under, you know, under say anything. And death is not good either way. Cause that no, no one wants to see people die. Mostly children. I mean, um, mine much older now, but, uh, you know, while I was, while, you know, Columbine happened, you know, mine was young. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, or actually, no, Columbine had happened before he was born. Sandy Hook happened 10 years ago. So he was nine then. I couldn't imagine having a child in school right now. I just couldn't. I would be there. There would be a, a degree of fear every single day dropping my child off. Like, are they going to make it home today? And I don't I don't know that my mother ever experienced that while we were going to school. No, probably not. I know not. she didn't because no. this didn't happen. No, and I... <laughs> No, it didn't. Not as much. I mean, I'm sure it did, but it just wasn't televised uh, as much <clears throat> as it is. I mean, we also didn't have 24 hour news when we were young. Well, there's that, too. I mean, you know, we didn't we had no social media and, you know, things were more local. Yes, they I'm, I'm sure they did have some sort of thing like that. Does it happen more? Yes. Um, there's without a doubt. Um and I, and I want to say mass shootings, not just at schools. I mean, they don't happen as at schools as often as you think, or at least in this kind of category. Um, uh, a mass shooting in this country is more than four people. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to go on that, there's mass shootings in Chicago every weekend. Well, but let's let's not trivialize what went on in the school like it was Uh, this was a big freaking deal he mm -hmm. was on campus for over an hour correct okay so those children were tortured and scared and calling for help they the kids that had cell phones were calling the police they were calling uh their parents they were begging for help and i couldn't imagine being one of those kids to any degree, you know, where you can't be safe in your own classroom, your teacher gets shot, your, I, there's something wrong with this world where kids at 18 feel that that's what they need to do in order to, to what? I don't even know. What was his point of doing that even? Well, this guy didn't, <clears throat> he didn't write a manifesto or anything like you know, similar. You, you heard what happened in Buffalo, correct? At the supermarket, mm-hmm. where the guy walked into the supermarket um, mm-hmm. and targeted black people. He he drove like two hundred miles to to do that crime. Um, he that actually he left a manifesto though, like a big one, like hundred fifty pages long. So like he he said why he was there. He actually said he went there knowing that he wasn't going to have to worry about anyone with a gun because New York's gun laws were so lax. So he he knew oh, he joy. didn't have to worry. <clears throat> this one, I think, I think I, I don't I mean, and again, I, I'm going to get into the mind of the person who's dead. Um, and that's another thing I think we should do from now on. Never say these people's names. Don't that's make fine. them. 
don't make him out to be anything. Um, although I will tell you that the media has spun this and called this young man a white supremacist um, because the the town that this happened in is predominantly Hispanic. But he was also Hispanic. Okay, so that totally kicks that theory out. Yeah. See, uh, you know, I, I still have a problem with things because until we start addressing the mental illness crisis that we're having in this country, <laughs> this is going to continue by leaps and bounds it's not it's not going to get any less it's it's becoming more of an issue it's becoming more of a topic it's becoming something that people really do fear and until we start dealing with mental illness and and especially coming out of covid i i talk to people all day long and people are losing a grip on society yeah oh no for sure i i think that just the way that we as a society right now, look, COVID did something crazy to all of us. I mean, it It seriously did did something crazy to us. People Um, that didn't seem to have problems with depression or, or like just mm -hmm. all the stuff that they're coming. They, they now all have it. People that I thought were very strong minded. This has really done a number on, on people across the board. I, I just think being locked up didn't help anyone. No. Not I mean, all. no one. Um, so I think when you when you're someone like this kid or young man, I mean, <clears throat> we're going to get to the to the being 18 thing and, and a couple other things that I'd like to, to kind of talk about, because, you know, people are talking about, you know, should we be able to sell a rifle to an 18 year old kid? Um, and, and that's a good question. I think that um, but it's a slippery slope. Like, are 18-year-olds adults? They're old enough to go off to war. They are. With they're, mu- they're, with given, they're given rifles when they are soldiers. Correct. And, and they are trained, and that, that is one of the arguments. And, and look, I'll, I'll go along with some of that, but you're still telling an 18-year-old kid with uh, an automatic weapon, not a semi-automatic, to go and kill people on another... You know, in another country, <clears throat> um, and and I hear a lot of people um, arguing, like you know, your frontal lobe doesn't develop into your, it, fully until you're 25 years old. So I I was kind of having um, an argument with this, or not an argument, but a discussion with somebody. So okay, so let's say 25 years old is when your frontal lobe fully develops. Should mm-hmm. you not drive until you're 25? Yeah, I, that's a good question. I know because I started driving at 15 and I didn't have a problem. Did I do stupid shit? Yes, I did. Right. So, <laughs> like, so but would so, I do it at 25? Yes, I would. I mean, so you're because some of these people were arguing about, OK, that's young. My son has been shooting guns since he was six years old. Mm-hmm. He, he handles a firearm probably better than most adults I know. Um, he, he understands that it's a tool. He understands it's not a toy. There's, he's been around loaded guns almost his whole life. Um, and he's never picked up a loaded gun and pointed anywhere or because he just knows. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a loaded handgun in my house all the time. Right. 
So, um, you know, uh, the, the argument is too young. So 25 years old. So if we're going to do that, we, we, I think we should change everything to 25 years old. Drinking, but voting, 25. military, everything, voting. Uh, the military, change. though, that they want them young to train them their way. Correct. That, that that would never the government would never let that fly. Well, and and there wouldn't be a standing army because by the time you're 25 years old, you've already gone. You you have a life. You've, yes. You've you've found a job. You've found a woman. You've gotten married. You found your husband. There would be no military there. But in my my argument was with this one person was cool. If if you can't buy a, a gun until you're 25, you also can't change your gender until you're 25. Mm, see, there's a lot of, you know, it, it again with life, there's no black or white. It's all it's all a. Uh, it, it's all subjective. It's all gray area. It's all sure. subjective for but sure. If, but if we're going to come with something, so like, you, and if it's twenty five and until your frontal lobe is is fully developed, you shouldn't go to prison until you're twenty five. Mm. But you know, I, they they have kids going before they're eighteen, which I don't think is fair. But again, I think I think if you murder somebody, it is. At what age, though? At what Any, age are you, should you be charged as an adult? I would say anything past 16. If you can so drive a 16, car. The, at 16, they should be able to vote and go to war. And you know what I mean? It's like, well, we could. Again, I think a lot of that is we're, we're going to lob things back at each other. We have yeah. to come. But the, what my whole thing is this then. You know, we've decided 18 year old as adults, right? You graduate from high school, you can leave your home, you can find an apartment with 17 of your friends because you can't afford it on your own. Right. So you're inside this house with a bunch of people. Should you be able to own a gun and protect yourself? I believe that's so. my argument. I it says in the Constitution and it doesn't say what age it says that we have the right to have mm -hmm. and and not only that we have the right, but we should exercise our right to be mm -hmm. able to to keep us safe mm -hmm. from anything. Correct. I mean, I think that that's your your that that's what people do. I mean, as, as a as a. um uh, that's just what humans do is, is protect ourselves. Like, you know, that's what, you know, we're kind of, we're animals, right? If, if, if there's two bears, if there's two female bears and a baby bear that belongs to one of them, if the other mother goes and messes with that cub, that other bear is going to kill it. Oh yeah. Period. And, and, and if they're and both hunting twice, right. And if they're both hunting for the same food, they're going to, you know, fights in the wild between animals are, are no different than humans, except we, we like to say that, that we know better because we stand upright and our brains are bigger. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to defend yourself. And, it's, and that, to me, that's what it is. And since you've brought up the Second Amendment, there's, um, you know, pe people like to, to read the Second Amendment and say lots of different things about it. Um, I'll, I'm going to give you kind of the short version, but it's part of it. 
It says a well-regulated militia, comma, being necessary to the security of a free state, comma, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So basically what this is saying is a well-regulated militia, which is the people, that's all of us, right? We're, we're all a regulated militia when we have to be. So if another country would come here and try to take over the country, we become the militia. So the army, but we also become the militia. We become, uh, right. the, we, come, we become the security of the free state. But the right of the people, that is us, shall not be infringed by said militia. So the militia can't take guns away from us because we, we also have the right to bear arms. That was what the whole Second Amendment was about is, yes, everyone should have a gun or have the right to have a gun. Um, and then if things went sideways and shitty and someone else in England came back here, we were going to band together as a militia to take over or to take our land back mm -hmm. because we were just we just got done fighting a militia. <laughs> that's part of the problem. And that's why they wrote that in. So. You know, a lot of people say that that, you know, they, they forget the comma right before the right of the people to keep and bear arms. You know, that it's it wasn't a pause in breath. They were saying it's two separate entities. The militia is one and the people are one. But yes, mm -hmm. the militia is us if things go sideways. And, and you're supposed to be able to have a militia in your state because... We were all states at the time. So, so being that this the school shooting happened mm -hmm. again, and people are talking, we need to have stricter laws. We need to do something about this. You know, I I've been hearing a lot, and and I'm conflicted. I stay middle of the fence on on a lot of things. I have my opinion. I don't force it on anybody. I keep it to myself. But I I kind of stay in a general area because I could see both sides mm -hmm. and um, I, I'm torn with this because I do believe wholeheartedly uh, that we as Americans should have guns, should mm -hmm. pr protect ourselves with them, should act accordingly, you know, be be an adult enough to handle what we have purchased and have and use it only when need be. So I, I feel for the parents because I, I am one. I feel for the parents that go home after work or go home after, you know, they're supposed to have picked up their kid and there's no child there. That rips my heart out. I feel for those people to to degrees that I can't even describe. But on the other hand, the people that are using these guns that are doing this mass shootings, like they're not anybody that's going to ever be regulated. They're going to get what they need. They're going to go do what they need to do. And, and whether they're allowed to have the gun or not, they're going to do what they're going to do. Mm -hmm. And, and, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. I mean, a sick individual who is not right mentally, who does not have coping mechanisms, they're they're a ticking time bomb in a way. Anyway, mm -hmm. sure. Whether whether guns are accessible or not, mm -hmm. I believe that if we all started 
having guns on us, crime would start to go way down because nobody is going to take my purse knowing I've got a gun strapped to my leg or my my Waste. belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna attack me. Um, I think that we've gotten to the point where we let the government police us too much. We're on cameras everywhere. There's not, you know, they can't go, uh, a trash trucks go past our cars and they, they note all the cars they're passing by the license plate. There's, there's a camera on them that actually does that. We, we are policed enough. It's time for us to take our, our safety back into our own hands. And I don't believe that taking our rights away of having guns is going to do that because the people that are using the guns aren't paying attention to the laws anyway. Correct. Criminals don't care. Yeah. So who are we really policing? The people that, that would, that, that are good members of society that, that watch what they're doing, that, that have their ducks in a row that, that, you know what I mean? That are just protecting themselves and their, and their property. Sure. Or do we take that from them so that we're all sitting ducks? I I have, I have a problem with that. I don't like being a sitting duck and I don't like being a statistic. And, you know, I'm really tired of people being victims. I think we need to start taking back our power as a people. I mean, you're going to preach to the choir to me. Um, (laughs) Yes. Uh, I believe that an armed society is generally a calm one. You're, you're less likely to, um, go into a liquor store and pull a gun out if you mm-hmm. think that everyone in the liquor store is armed. Um, people like to use the phrase the wild, wild west because they're like, you people want the wild, wild west. And I always answer, yes, I do. Because the wild, wild west was bullshit. That's Hollywood. It wasn't like that. There wasn't shootouts all the time because everyone had a gun. You, you didn't smart off in a bar because if you pulled a gun out, someone shot you mm-hmm. and it was and it was pretty it was done. It, it was, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was done. And, and it wasn't common because it, it, people just didn't get smart because you didn't have to. Um, I, I will tell you that, you know, they're, they're arguing over the AR-15. That, that's that's the biggest problem. They're like. You know, uh, assault weapons have to go, and there's no such thing. There is no such thing as an assault weapon. It's nonsense. It's a media term, and anyone who would like to come on here and argue those facts with me, I would love to do that, but I'm probably going to squash it in this podcast anyway. Um, An assault rifle is a rifle. It just looks like a military rifle. It's no different than a rifle called a Mini-14, except the Mini-14 is wood and looks like you should be hunting deer with it. Um, instead of black and all scary looking, um, they work the exact same way. They're both two, two, three. They shoot the same. You put a scope on it. They work the same. Um, you can do the same amount. And that, and that's what these people right now are pushing. (sighs) But if they, they, if you look at the statistics in this country and I've looked them up over the the last week or so, because I love to argue with people mostly about gun rights. There's about 48 to 49,000 deaths by guns per year. Um, 62% of those gun deaths are suicide. OK, 
Okay. So we're going to knock that down. Now, now that's 18% that are homicides. Out of that 18%, 11 are mostly inner city and gangs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that leaves 6% that are homicides that are regular homicides, not gang warfare and not in the inner city. So that would be mass shootings. Is within the 6% of gun deaths in this country. Um, most of those mass shootings are done. Well, first of all, it's four people or more. So, right. so that would be a weekend in Chicago are mass shootings. They just don't call them that because it's not good for TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so out of that 6% that are mass shootings, most of them are done with handguns, but they're pushing to get rid of the AR 15. Yeah. Um, I will tell you right now, there are more deaths by hands, physical hands, than there are rifles every year in this country. So more people are choked to death or beaten to death than shot with a rifle, which is just an AR-15. About 360 deaths by rifle, 1,700 by hands. Well, there you go. So now... I will. uh, The guns by handguns are outrageously high. Out of that six percent of, uh, or out of that eighteen percent of homicides. But again, that's because there's gang warfare going on in the inner city, and I think that's a bigger problem. You know, how do we fix that situation so these people aren't killing each other in the inner city, which is mostly black on black crime. So, you know, the media loves to throw white supremacists out there because the guy in Buffalo was and he was a shithead. And it's unfortunate that some cop didn't shoot him in the face. Would have helped us all. (laughs) You know, now we have to pay for him with tax money. And I know that people don't like to hear that shit, but that's reality. It's unfortunate that someone didn't shoot him in the face. Um, But I'll tell you that the people in Buffalo all also had no chance because they couldn't carry their own guns because New York has very strict um, CCW laws. It's almost impossible to get them there. But um, yes, so um, out of all those homicides, you know, it, it's, it's a low number and I'm not trying to diminish 50,000 people's lives. I'm not at all. But on the flip side, the CDC and the FBI report that there's about 250,000 to 2 million defensive gun uses every year in this country, which means somebody who is a good person with a gun using it to defend themselves. Yep. So 50,000 to 1.5 million, let's say, because I think that was the number for last year. So your argument is pretty much mute if you're going to tell me that good guys with guns don't use them. It happens a lot. And and it's not just people shooting each other. It's someone coming up, pulling a knife on somebody and someone brandishing a gun. Guy with the knife is going to do what he should do. And if you're smart, you're going to run. Absolutely. So um, it, it it's... I think statistics, people need to really look at statistics. You know, everyone's wanting this AR-15 and their 30-round magazines to get taken away. But you realize that the gun deaths by rifle are very, very small in this country. About, I think it was like 360. 
comparative to, like I said, 1700 with hands. So are we going to start chopping people's hands off? Maybe that would work. You know, I mean, I know it's a silly thing to say, but the, the bottom line is, is that bad people are going to do bad things. They don't care. Mm-hmm. They'll beat you to death with a rock. They'll use a hammer. They'll use a tire iron. They'll stab you to death with a knife. doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't. But I will tell you on the flip side of this, and I'm a very much a proponent of of uh, women carrying guns. Um, it's hard in this state to get a CCW unless you live in a very good uh, county like uh, Riverside or San Bernardino. They really like giving away CCWs. Um, it, it, it evens the playing field. I, I mm-hmm. go, I talk to a couple of my friends who are female and nobody likes to hear this. I'm a big dude. I'm about six feet, about 260 pounds. And I go to most of them and say, do you think you can stop me? Just being, you know, the reality of the situation. Could you stop me? And some of them were like, well, I could probably give you a good fight. Awesome. Could you stop me? And most of them at the end will say, no, I couldn't stop you. You're correct. You couldn't probably stop me. You know what evens that playing field? (laughs) fire a gun <laughs> every time you know you you say that uh, my brother was jumped years ago and when he was jumped he ran home and i happened to run outside to see what was going on because i felt weird and we're super connected so it didn't it wasn't out of the norm for me to feel that way. I walked out and there was a bunch of guys on the front of our house on our lawn getting in a fight with our brother and with my brother. And I got out there and fought with the men next to my brother. I'm a big chick. There's no doubt about it. I've taken a lots of self-defense classes, lots of martial arts over the years. And, and I held my own, but I got to tell you, there was a few times that they got some really heavy blows on me and I don't know how I got up. So, you know, I, I don't see women, you know, women are talking about how they're so empowered. Women can't stand up to men to that degree. Men are made to be stronger. They're made to be faster. They're, they just are. And from just from what I've gone through, I don't want to fight with a man. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have pepper spray. I have a stun gun. I don't have a gun to take out because I, I don't have my my concealed, concealed. carry. Mm-hmm. So, but if, do I want it? Yes. Did I fill out paperwork to try to get it? Yes, I have. Would I carry a gun if if I did have it? You absolutely bet your ass I would. Mm-hmm. Would I ever want to use it? Never. No. Never. That's not what it's for. You know what I mean? Well, I think as humans, we don't want to take anyone's life away from them. No. We we just don't. Um, But I think there's an inherent thing in you and me. At the end of the day, it's that it's fight or flight, right? You're either Mm going to run or fight. Um, And I'm not fast to run, so I will (laughs) will fight. I tell everybody, I don't run, so get prepared. We're going to fight. Yeah. Yeah, my knees are shot, so I couldn't run that. I couldn't run very fast either. So, um, but you know that um, there's a there's a really good video online. I'll have to bring it up and maybe put it in the link that I think everyone should watch. Uh, he's a former Green Beret, and he kind of talks about this. I posted it on my Facebook. Maybe I'll post it on ours. Um, okay. It just talks about he talks about the reality of of being in the situation and and 
what some people do, um, you shut down, like you'll, you just turtle and you lay on the ground and you don't, you get, you get shot and you don't fight. Um, and, and it happens in war. He talks about when he was in um, Iraq and some guy next to him was on the floor. He didn't even remember blacking out. He just went into this state and, and, you know, the problem is, is it's, it, uh, th- they tell you to, to run, hide or fight in that order. And he goes, look, children in the classroom, where are you going to hide that the bad guy is not going to come in and start shooting up the cabinets? That, that you have to come up with the idea of how am I going to fight? You know, and, um, you know, we can, like, I think that it should be okay to arm teachers. Um, and I probably on the outside looking in because I have some friends. One of my cousins is a teacher um, and they, she just thinks I'm bonkers. And she's like, well, you know, you don't, you don't trust us to teach. Yeah, right. That, I was going to say that, first of all. But if, if somebody is not, I know a lot of teachers that don't have that kind of heart to carry one. They're, they, they wouldn't be good to arm. Well, uh, he, yes. Okay, here's the thing. I, and I think with anything, 94% of mass shootings are done in gun-free zones. Right. 90, 94. Right. That's a uh, fuck ton. That's so, most of them. <laughs> that's most of them. Um, so, and, and that's counting inner city shit. It, mm-hmm. it, it, they're all gun-free zones, you know. Um, so, when you look at it that way, um, if you have a concealed and carry permit in the state of California, you can't take that. You can't take it onto school property. Literally, right? If I step on the school grass, it's a felony. If I take it in a government building, it's a felony. Now. In this state, it's a little different. You can do, you can, so if I go to a place that has a sticker on the front that says uh, no guns here, I can take my gun in. That's, it's not a law. It's the business asking you not to do it. Um, But there's no law against it. If I take it in there and someone would happen to print me and say, oh, you have a gun, they can ask me to take it outside and lock it up. Mm-hmm. But I am allowed to carry it in there by law. So I went to North Carolina. Um, so I took my guns back there because I have a CCW in Arizona and it's and North Carolina actually says it there. The laws in North Carolina are if you walk up and it says no guns here, you cannot take it in. So laws are different in every state, and they should be. But, you know, um, I've had people, like, call me out saying, you know, oh, you're weak because you want to carry a gun. Or what are you scared of that you have to carry a gun? And my my answer is always pretty funny. I'm not scared of anything. I carry a gun. Because you have a gun, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say that doesn't make any sense. Well, because I think most people look at the, you know, like, oh, you see the world this way. I do see the world a certain way. You do. You do see the world differently, far uh, differently than I see it. Yeah, because I, I I look at the news and, and I'm I'm not a sucker and go oh I can't believe another school got shot. Um, so or I you know people go I can't believe that there was a shootout over here and this happened. I just see the world for what it is. The world's a dangerous place. Um, I don't want to get stabbed on my way to the car. I don't want to get jumped by eight guys on the way to the car. 
I'm, without any guns involved, if no one pulls a gun on me, if I walk out and some guy pulls a knife out, he's going to get shot. Because it's my but life I over think, his. I think it goes even further than that for me. I don't want to live in fear, period. I don't want to live yeah. in fear. <laughs> and and if I live in a place where I don't feel safe walking to and from my car, walking to, you know, when I'm at work, walking next door to the restaurant to get my lunch. I don't want to feel like that. And if, and if I'm going to feel like that, things need to change. And what's going to change is me carrying a gun. Sure. I mean, uh, carrying a gun, it's a huge responsibility. Let's, let's throw, put that out on on the thing first and foremost. You know, it it is, it's a huge responsibility um, for a lot of different reasons. You don't want someone to take your gun from you and shoot you with it. Um, but the also thing is 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 knowing when and where, you know, you, you have to have a different head on you. And and I think that, you know, allowing a teacher that wants to carry a gun to be able to. Um, I also mm-hmm. think that that we should have a single entry point into a school. One. I agree with that, too. That's it. There and should we be need no... to have school police on every freaking campus. Well, and... when, the, when the hell did that change? Um, that I don't know. Um, but I mean, I think we should have real people. Like, you know, um, one of my other arguments was this, is all these people, and, and I, you know, I'll throw the word liberal out there because it's mostly that. Um, all these liberals were like, we need to help the, we, the Ukraine. We have to help the Ukraine. We have to help the Ukraine. We sent $40 billion to the Ukraine. Do you know what they bought with that $40 billion? Guns. Guns. And you know what they did? They handed out all these guns to civilians. To everybody. Yeah. To civilians. Because they wanted them to protect their own country. But when you start saying that here, they all freak out. Um, to me, instead of sending $40 billion to the Ukraine, we should have sent that $40 billion to us. You could have got four ex-military people to walk around campuses to protect them. Um, we, we, I, there's tons of ex-military people who come back here that can't get work. You know, it would be great. Let them walk around a school and protect people again. And and I'll say something that sounds horribly I, I bad. I think you need to think about that, though. If if people that are former military are going to watch the schools and I'm not saying former military, let's just say anybody mm-hmm. make sure they're mentally competent to handle well, of what they're signing up to do. And, and again, that's not what's happening. No, I agree. I think that that, that should be first and foremost, obviously mm-hmm. your mental condition. If you're going to be carrying a firearm um, on a campus and, and, and again, like on a high school campus is a whole other level of worry than on an elementary school one, because I think on a high school campus, you have to worry about the students as well. Trying to take your guns on the mm-hmm. elementary school level and a middle school level, I think it's a different, you know, I think it's a little bit different and, and that kind of thing. But yeah, mental, obviously the mental state would have to be the first thing you would have to do with anyone being on a, um, on a campus with a firearm. Um, which is the same with with what would be a teacher. Um, but I think that you could go along the lines of saying, like, if you want to conceal and carry as a teacher, you should be able to. Um, and for people who say, oh, you know, I be- you don't even trust them teaching your kids. Yeah, 
That's probably very true. But at the end of the day, that teacher is going to want to protect their own life. The only way to protect their life is to have a gun. And if he's protecting his life, he's probably protecting his student's life. It, it, well, they both kinda of those walked- teachers died trying to save their students from mm-hmm. the killer. So, yeah, yeah they still they jumped in front of the gun for mm-hmm. the children. Correct. There was an armed guard at that school who did get shot. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't know the background of that. If it was a fellow uh, former officer, I don't know the background of that person. Um, but again, I, I think there should be things in place. Obviously, the car crashed out in front. You know, there, there should have been somebody wondering what the fuck was going on. And if someone came out with a rifle out of their car, the school should have went into lockdown. There should be locks that go across that are magnetic and you can't get in. You just there's there's got to be better security. And yes, I understand it's not that easy, you know, and I and I would never say it is. But there's got to be a better way. It's got to be easier than losing all these children and mm-hmm. teachers. Yeah, Anything's I agree. has got to be better. There, there's ways of dealing with this. I don't agree that, that uh, trying to get more guns out of people that listen to the laws anyway. I don't think that's going to help mm-hmm. getting guns out of their hands. Um, but again, this, there's so much that's going on that we're not addressing, that we need to address, that we need to start changing Mm-hmm. And again, mental health is at the top of that list. It, it just should be. Also, people, start raising your damn kids. You know, if you're not raising your child, if you're not putting your kid in the best situation that you can, this is what our society is becoming. Quit having fucking children with losers that don't want to be dads. I mean, well, we talked about that before as well. Yes. And you know what? I don't have much of an opinion. I don't give much of an opinion. I definitely have one. I don't give it. But but this is starting to piss me off. You know, gun control, gun control, gun control. It's bullshit. There is no controlling. There's no controlling the gangs on the streets and all the guns Mm -hmm. that they have. And they're young. They start 12, 13, 14 with guns. That's not going to fix things. Putting more laws on people who are res- that that follow the laws, that respect yeah. our our laws and and the way we're supposed to live. But again, if we if we put you know there's like hardly any programs for kids in, to be to do things after school. They don't run in the street anymore. They don't play with their friends. They don't do all these things. They're locked and alone in their house with with a TV or a tablet or a phone mm-hmm. babysitting them. Get involved, be involved. And you know, when I was raising my daughter, who, by the way, I didn't have, I, I adopted. So I went out of my way to find somebody that needed a good home and a place to live and, and people to give them, give her attention. But also I, I felt it was my job to have the friends over and, and, you know, be be a mentor, be somebody that was going to be a good person mm-hmm. that this that these kids felt like they weren't alone, that they had somebody that they that they could get the, the help that they needed from any of us. You know, we need to start looking at who we are as a person instead of pointing at everything else, because I'm you know, excuses are just 
that. You know, we always, we always say excuses are like assholes. They are. Everybody's got one. But really, let's quit giving excuses and start being better people to our children. Let's start raising children. Let's start being mentors and coaches and teachers. And, and when we see a kid going down a, a path that we don't like, try to get in the middle, like say something. Yeah. And, I know, and, I and if, and hold on to your freaking guns, kids, cause it's going to get worse. And I don't mean kids, kids. I mean, us as people, you know, this is, this is getting worse and every, it seems like every year, um, it, it's getting worse. We need yeah. to, we need to start looking at different approaches because they're just not, they're not working. The ones that we have aren't working. Yeah, I just I just heard today. Uh, I guess Canada wants to freeze the sale of handguns. There, you already can't have most mo- a lot of uh, you can't have any kind of semi-automatic rifle that only you want for hunting. So th- that's what they want to do here. They want to take your guns away, and I know that people will argue that until they're blue in the face. But trust me, they they. If, it's not that they maybe not want to take all of them, but they definitely want to do their best to limit what you have. Um, uh, it's a scary thought. Like, look, the, the government, once you give up that that gun to the government, it, that's your last line of defense against any kind of tyranny. And that's not just the federal government. That's state governments and police. And if something goes sideways, the only thing that you have to do is defend yourself. And, you know, the, I think the bigger thing is this. And, and I'm talking about home invasions or people breaking in your house at the end, at, in the middle of the night. The police, and, and I know where you live, um, it's probably about 17 minutes if you, if you dial 911, give or take. Maybe a little bit less. Um, some neighborhoods in the inner city, it's a long time. It's like mm-hmm. 25 minutes before well, they can... thank you, defunding the police. So they cut every, everybody's yes. overtime and, and the programs that we used to have that helped that. Yeah. So who, who by the time that they get there, it's, it's already over. Mm-hmm. Whatever is happening, it's going to be over. So you're the only one that can protect yourself, period. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people like to argue like, oh, you know... Are you going to fight the government? Are you going to fight tanks? It's like, you know, people don't realize that if there was an all out shit show and there was a civil war in this country, let's say, do you think the military is just going to abide by what the military is said to do? We're going to separate. People are going to take tanks, tank drivers who don't believe that the government is doing right. is just going to take their shit. And and yes, it's, um, you know. If you don't believe guns work, we shouldn't have send, sent anything to the Ukraine. Guns work, period. They're, they're holding off Russia right now as we speak. So, yes, um, the, the, there's an epidemic in this country of, of bullshit, and they're feeding all of us bullshit. Um, guns work, period. They, there's, there's lots of defensive uses. The statistics show it. The statistics show that rifles, your AR-15s, aren't used very often. Um, so stop listening to mainstream media. Look at the statistics. The CDC, the FBI, they have these statistics for you to show you that guns are actually working in self-defense. Um, 
Myself, I say if you have a firearm at your house, learn how to use it. Go to the mm -hmm. gun range. Don't just set it on a shelf. Go fire your gun. Uh, if you want to get a CCW, um, whatever state you're in, find out the, the rules of getting it. And if you feel confident enough, get a CCW. If you get a CCW, carry your gun every day. It's not a it's not a special thing like, oh, I think we're going to go to this place, carry my gun. Nope. Every single day. Because I'll tell you in the very beginning, it's very hard and it's very weird feeling um, to carry a firearm, knowing that it's on you and you, you think everyone's staring at you because they know. Um, now I get up in the morning. It's like my cell phone. It's cell phone, wallet, gun, car keys, go to work. Every day. So you almost need a purse. I almost need a purse. <laughs> I've been, it would be kind of a big one, but yeah. <laughs> but I, I just think that, like, look, protect yourself. And if you're anti-gun or maybe not anti-gun or don't believe in it, it's don't your right. One. It's your right. And I would never put it. But don't be the person that says, I don't like guns and have never shot one. I have no respect for you. Go to the range fire 50 to 100 bullets out of it at the end of that if you go i really don't like these and i'm still scared i'm okay with that mm -hmm. but but and, don't and guns don't are not for it. everybody they're really not no. for everybody there's a lot of people that that don't have the heart to do that mm -hmm. they shouldn't carry one but Correct. they shouldn't be infringing on people's rights that mm. can do it that that feel like they're confident enough to handle that responsibility mm -hmm. and it is a responsibility it is for sure and it's a big one huge but 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 always know that, that to me you always have to remember that that gun is just a tool and it doesn't that, work if you don't move it no it's people p and i and people will argue this still that that guns kill people people kill people people kill people period there's a loaded firearm right next to me right now right now and if no one picks it up and i go in the in the living room it's not going to hurt anybody all it's going to do right? is sit there until i pick it up to do whatever i'm going to do with it mm -hmm. so i don't know i, I i'm a, like i said i'm a huge believer and i'd love to have this conversation with someone else please yeah, someone get we, a hold did, of us. we did reach out to ask people uh people with different opinion than ours uh they yeah. did not want to come on the show but we would love to have people with different yes, opinions so please. if you would please contact us yep. in any way you can and we will definitely have you on the show and would love to hear your opinions just know that we may not have the same ones yeah and, and it's not going to be a fight it's just going to be a discussion and it's the only way we're going to meet in the middle ever mm -hmm. if you're far left or far right you should never come on this <laughs> this platform with us we're definitely more middle leaning one way or the other i just want to get people in the middle and because it's the only way this country is ever going to get better is if we meet in the middle the far left and the far right are insane people who do insane shit. And, yes. And we have to stop that. It just get to the middle and uh, let's all be buddies. And yes. on that. You know, and again, to those victims, my heart just aches. Uh, to the family of... To the family of all the kids that were lost, I don't even know how to say how sorry I am, but know that, that it is genuinely felt and that the 
my prayers every day have been going out to you. So um, hang in there. I, I And I am so sorry that you're going through this because kids should not ever have to die this way. Correct. I totally agree. I think it's an unfortunate incident that um, I hope will happen less. Um, yes. But I think, you know, people getting the right help and understanding that if they're going through something bad, don't take it out on other people. And Reach out keep, for help. Yep. You know, and, and and keep reaching until you find it. For sure. And and I think in yeah. this country, we need to make it more affordable to find good mental health care. We need it, to it, make it easier because before the pandemic, it was easy to find a counselor. It's not easy now. I've helped a couple of people that were having problems and um yeah it was really hard and finding somebody that could help them now was even harder Mm -hmm. yeah for sure you know but hopefully uh you know what we've just scratched the surface with this we'll see what's going to happen in the next coming weeks i'm sure we'll revisit it please uh if you'd like to come on and have a little discussion i'm more than welcome to uh talk statistics and we'll set you up to do it that's correct yeah. And I heard you want to uh, say something to somebody who's out there, Tina. Yes, I do. Um, this this is completely on another subject. Um, I had 12 of my friends over last week for Bunko. And uh, what a kid that I grew up with's mother and wife was at Bunko. And they told me that he listens to our podcast Mm -hmm. and that he likes to figure out uh who i'm talking about and what's going on and uh russ thank you so much for listening and if you want to know the backstory call me no (laughs) Uh thank you thank you for listening so much and you know i adore you and um and we'll be talking soon thank you for listening and and on that note uh we are now in 39 states and we are in 20 countries the last country that we got was nepal which i think is kind of wild so that was really a cool unexpected surprise but you could reach us on spotify google uh amazon apple apple Anywhere where you could listen to podcasts. iHeartRadio, yeah, pretty much anywhere. You could could listen to us anywhere. And uh, please uh, feel free to get a hold of us on our social media. Uh, You could find us on Facebook at Don't Get This Twisted uh, Mm -hmm. and Twitter and uh, Uh, Instagram Instagram at DTTG. Yep. Podcast, no. I think. DGTT. <laughs> Podcast. Yeah. Podcast. On Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Check us out and uh, feel free to leave us messages, please. And and again, we're, we're always up to, and we're always up to talk whatever. So if you have subjects, you want to come on and chat about something, we're always open to ideas. And uh, yeah, I think that uh, we'll continue to, to do these conversations on uh, more current topics. And uh, we'll probably be revisiting this over the next couple of weeks because obviously there's a lot going on in uh, society. Absolutely. But this is an opinion show, so don't get it twisted. If you're mad at us, feel free to reach out. If you're happy, feel free to reach out. We'll be here every Wednesday. For my absolutely favorite co-host on a night where she's having a, a fun evening. Ooh, it's uh, been a hard day. Yep. And I'm Rob. We'll uh, see you in a week. And uh, yeah, be good to each other out there. Tina, I'll talk to you later. Bye.
Bye. <laughs>